episode 23. This is the Danden and RJ Machismo podcast. Uh, this is Danden. Um, my uh, co-host uh, RJ uh, will not be here tonight. Uh, so he because he had to go to work. But, um, you know, he wanted to say, you know, thank you uh, for all your support and uh, throughout uh, you know, your list for listening to us uh, this past year, and we hope to have a great year uh, for 2021. So, kicking us off for 2021, uh, we got the homie Sam Johnson. Um, he is a, a homie, a good friend of mine, and he's also, um, you know, basketball fanatic, fat football fanatic, yes, and and sneaker collector. You know, that's what we're here for. We're here to, to hear about stories. So. Uh, thank you, Sam, for coming on tonight. Absolutely. My pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, first and foremost, I just want to make a comment, man. You came correct, you know, in this podcast for episode 23. 23 meaning the GOAT, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I see I see you got your Funko, Michael Jordan, to your right. Oh, yeah. That's right. And, then, and you got, two, we got, we got 24, Mr. 81, uh, to this day. You know, That's right. the anniversary today, uh, Mr. 81, Kobe Bryant. And then you got you got Magic Johnson. You got the five-time NBA champion. Yes, sir. And then you got the four-time reigning NBA champion, defending L.A. Lakers. So, wow. I, I can't I can't say <laughs> I, I'm speechless, bro. Oh, I'm yeah. Appreciate so. it. All right. So we just going to kick it off. Um, so tell us more about yourself, Sam. All right, no problem. Uh, so I am uh, originally from Columbus, Georgia. Uh, my dad was uh, in the military. So Columbus is about an hour and a half south of Atlanta. And uh, my mom's uncle was living in Kansas City, Missouri. And uh, things were going really well there. And my parents had to choose between moving to Atlanta or Kansas City. They didn't really know anybody in Atlanta. So they decided to go and uh, move and live in Kansas City. And, uh, you know, I've been staying there ever since. I went to school in Atlanta, Clark Atlanta University. So proud HBCU alumni. Hey. <laughs> and also uh, just a few things about me hobby wise. I uh, love hanging out with my family, traveling. Uh, like you mentioned, I'm a huge sports fanatic and really into gaming. So uh, PlayStation, I'm still a bit salty. I don't have a PS5 yet, but you know, <laughs> I'll get it sooner or later. And of course, uh, sneakers, collecting sneakers and talking basketball and sports, you know, that's something that I was very passionate about. Oh yeah, that's cool, man. So another background with me and Sam. So uh, me and Sam, uh, we were coworkers, um, you know, at my current em uh, employee, um, I'm sorry, employer. So first time I remember I met Sam, I, we had like casual Fridays, right? And then uh, I think the first time like Sam saw me like wearing shoes, I think it was my uh, my Jordan like fours, right? The black cement. Yeah, black cement fours. And then you were like, hold up. You were like, where'd you get those? I said, bro, like I had these like condom pack things. Like, for real? <laughs> and then, you know, it's just like instant, you know, conversation. And then we just kick it like, you know what I'm saying? Ever since. So, um, you know, yes, Sam's a good friend, you know, um, you know, real, real cool, real cool homie. Uh, yeah, man. So thanks for, uh, for coming on. Uh, and then, so the second question for you, um, which is, uh, I think you'll probably like this question. So what got you into uh, collecting sneakers? What got me into collecting sneakers? Okay. I'm going to take you back to 1995 Eastern Conference Finals. 
Chicago Bulls versus Orlando Magic. Okay. There was an interview by Ahmad Rashad, and he interviews Jordan, and all of a sudden they just say, man, let's take a look at those shoes. The camera zooms in, and lo and behold, he had the Concord 11s on. So I was just mesmerized instantly by those shoes. Uh, fast forward a little bit later, I'm in uh, high school, and one of my friends, Leslie, who I'm still tight with to this day, I'm just looking around everybody's shoes and, you know, stuff in the classroom, kind of daydreaming. I look down, and he has these Concord 11s on. And so I go up to him, I'm just like, oh, man, you got these Jordans, dude. Like, do they still have them? And he's like, oh, you know, I don't know, whatever. And so I go to the store to try to pick them up. It was a little bit later. I went back maybe a few weeks later, and they were gone. But I just held out and got the bread 11s. And man, I pretty much got those and I've been pretty much collecting ever since. I stopped for probably about five or six years while I was in school. And when I first moved to uh, Cali to, you know, kind of get myself financially established, but I was just like, sooner or later, I'm going to get back in the game, man. So that pretty much is what started me off with it. Just seeing them on TV and of course, all the Jordan commercials back in the day and, uh, you know, all my peers around them, you know, who got certain pairs and uh, that's pretty much what's got me started. Oh, that, that's hey, that's cool, man. I mean, I think the yeah, definitely the Concord Elevens. That, that's just an iconic yeah. shoe, because yes. like you've never seen, we've never seen patent leather in an NBA court, right? No, no. And then Bro, the fact, no. the fact that like he wore it, you know, he was wearing the forty-five, came back from retirement, and then I know he had like a, you know, he had a bad game, so you know what? I'm just going to switch it back to twenty-three. There you and, go. All of a sudden, you saw him with the car. Like, what are like, what are those, man? Like, what yeah. are those like ballistic mesh and you know the uh, carbon fiber plate and like yeah, the translucent man. sole, bro? Like oh. that, that shoe is just iconic. So you had you you had like the retros or you had like the the original like um like elevens. No, I had the original 11s. I had the original wow. 1990. I think the bread 11s may have came out like in 96. Yeah. The original for those. I wow. like the uh, flu game 97s. I have like a whole bunch of OGs, but man, I messed around when I went to college and I came back home. I don't know with my freshman or sophomore year and I keep the shoes like I kept them in the garage because after a while, you know, you wear them out, they start to become beaters, but I didn't ever want to get rid of them. And all of a sudden, my, I was like, hey, mom, where are my shoes? She's just like, oh, man, I, I, I got rid of those. I'm just like, oh, you oh. Dude, she, like, gave these shoes to, like, Goodwill or something like that. Oh, my goodness, man. Uh, my shoes are just, like, gone. And I'm just like, really? OG Jordans? I mean, I had the 17s, bro, the black and silver 17s. Ooh. Blue 17s. And, you know, like, a whole bunch of stuff we haven't seen in a while. So... You know, that kind of hurts because I'm wearing the same size shoe now as I wore, you know, when I was in high school. So I could probably still wear them to this day. Yeah. That's wild. So, like, I'm assuming you had OG everything with the 17. You had a suitcase and a CD. I had the suitcase, had the CD. Um, I can't remember if the suitcase came with the college blue or not. It did. It did. It did. Okay, well, then I had two suitcases because I, I had those and I had the black and silver ones. Bro, that's sick. Yeah. You know what's wild? Like, um, just a side... Uh, sidetrack story like I remember when the in back in 2001 when uh, Jordan came out with the 17s right with the Wizards yeah um, that shoe was like oh how much was $220 so people weren't you know it was absurd back then right because that was like the first right. ever like $200 like Jordan shoe yeah next to like the foam posits like that was like the very first it was like what 199 
something like that, yeah. 185. Yeah. So like yeah. prices were like, how are you gonna spend like two hundred dollars on a <laughs> on a shoe with a suitcase and a CD? But the cool thing was like back in uh, college, people instead of using um instead of using like their textbooks and notebooks, yeah. Yeah. I remember like in my community college, people would use like put their notebooks and pens inside the, the Jordan 17, like, <laughs> and then I would like, no one would notice, right? Cause like, not a lot of people would get it. Like, yeah, people would just, would just like laugh at like, um, my, my, my classmates saying like, oh, like, why are you, um, why are you wearing a suitcase to school? <laughs> right. You know, and, and they were like, it was like cool being nonchalant cause you're wearing a seven, the college blue. He said, don't worry about it, it matches my shoes. Uh-huh. And then people were looking at him crazy. Like, why are you wearing those? Like. And then I, I looked at it like, bro, that's how you that's how you use a suitcase. Exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah, oh yeah, put it to use, put it to good use. <laughs> definitely, man, that's crazy. So um, you had the OG 11s, you had the OG 12s. Um, what what was like the, your very first pair that you can remember, like when you were a kid, that your parents gave you or that that was given to you? Can you remember that? Uh, um, well, the Brent 11 was the first official Jordan that I that I got, but what actually sparked my interest in Jordans was the Olive Nines. Ooh. I think those came out like in, what was it, 94, 93? 93, 94, 94 yeah. I was, in, I was in elementary school, and it was this guy named Jason uh, that was like, I don't know if his dad was rich or what it was, but dude, he had all the Jordans when we were like in elementary school. So when you see somebody with Jordans in like elementary school, it's just like, oh, they must really be balling, you know, whatever the term was back in the day. Right, right. So I saw his shoes and I was like, man, those are nice. And he was just like, oh, yeah, I know, kind of like sort of thing. And so, you know, I tried to ask my parents from then and they tried to take me to the store to get them. But it's just kind of like my mom was like, oh, I'm not paying no hundred dollars for no shoes. Yeah. <laughs> So I kind of like had to work my way up to that. I kept asking for them from like elementary school all the way through middle school, even, you know, tried out for the basketball team and stuff like that. So that was the motivation of like, you know, hey, I'll do this or whatever. And so that was the actual first shoe that I wanted was the out of nines. But the first shoe I got was the bright 11 when I was in high school. <laughs> that's now that's a nice sequence. So imagine like you wanted something. You know, of course, like a Jordan 9, like um, the olive, like a lot of, I remember a lot of people, they weren't turned off because an olive color. Uh, color. Right. I yeah. mean, it's still considered an OG, but right. people prefer, prefer something that matches like the Chicago Bull color. Yeah. Uh, I remember back like um, when the retros came out in 02 with the, um, with the olives, people would dye the olive part in, in yeah. black. You remember that, right? I'm sure. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. your area did that too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. People. I, and the thing about it is, it's just like you could have just waited and got the charcoals because you know those are cold and those are OGs too. I think it's like yeah. a dark charcoal gray, mm-hmm. and then they had the red on the back. They yep. look just like the olives. The only difference is just their charcoal versus the olive. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah man. But you know, you know those PEs that uh that you know Darius Miles wore, Derek Anderson, yeah. Mike Bibby. Yeah, bro. Like we, you know, back then there was no PEs for us to like, you know, to to obtain. So people were like copying like D miles. Oh yeah, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die these olive soul. You know, these olive like yeah. mids into like black. Yeah. And then like man, now now you kind of like you regret now because like you were you were young back then. What were we thinking? Oh, right. Yeah. We were just yeah. trying to. Be oh cool. yeah. Oh yeah. Trying to keep up with the in crowd. Pretty much. 
All right. So next question for you, Sam. Um, what are your favorite pairs that you um, that you currently own? Favorite pairs that I own, uh, definitely got to go with the Flint 13s. I've wanted the Flint 13 since 1998, literally. I will tell you, Dan, I went to, I was going to my church youth group meetings on Saturdays. Somebody had no shoes. My eyes did not leave their sho- their feet. And <laughs> I was in the meeting. I, I, I was in a chair. I stood up so I could look across the room just to stare at this person's shoes. So Flint 13, very dear to my heart. Uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Chicago Ones, obviously. I mean, that's pretty much the originator. That's what started it, that particular shoe. Uh, let me think, think, think. Bordeaux Sevens, love the Bordeaux Sevens. Uh, sevens are just extremely comfortable, so you never can go wrong with those. Uh, infrared Six, and then I would say White Cements, White Cement Fours. So wow. those are some of my favorites for Jordans. You want me to stick to just J's or Anything. just shoes? Just okay. list them out. List them out. Okay. Uh, we'll go Kobe's. I yeah, like go the, for it. Okay. I like the, uh, they had these shoes that came out purple and yellow. They were called the Yin Yang Sevens. And oh, I know those. I'll tell you a story on that. Biggest regret of my life. They had those at the sneaker outlet in like 2012 or 2013. So I saw the shoe. I had them in my hand. And I'm going back and forth like, uh, should I get these? Yes or no? I spent like an hour, hour and a half trying to figure out for one <laughs> because one shoe is yellow and one shoe is purple. So at that time, I'm just like, can I really wear a mix, mix, you know, mismatch shoe? And will this be cool? And I find this is like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. Man, I never did get the shoe. But like now it's on StockX for like 1300 2000 or something like that. Crazy. And that's like the biggest regret I have ever. So the Yin Yang Seven Kobe's, the Cheetah Christmas, fantastic. That's one of the tightest shoes ever to me. Uh, I'm gonna go with them Beethoven Nines. I can't remember. Do you have those or no? I had them. Yeah, I had them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Beethoven Nines, and then uh, the MVP Fours. I don't know if you remember. They had like yep. the black hair. The final. The final fours. Yeah. The final. Yeah. Yep. With the gold of all his stats and stuff, mm-hmm. fantastic. And then I'm going to go with the Bruce Lee Kobe fives. Then for Adidas, I want to get these Patrick Mahomes that come out on uh, Sunday. They're black, gold, and white. Those are pretty phenomenal. So I think they just put them out for his championship game or whatever. But yeah, Kobe and then uh, probably the LeBron 18s. Okay. What yeah. about uh, what about Nike, um, like Nike retros? Like what are your favorite pairs? Nike retros? Um, I like the dunks are really nice. Uh, I'm a big fan of the, I love Air Maxes. Uh, you know, can never really go wrong with those. Uh, Air Force Ones are classic. That's one shoe that it just never goes out of style. I mean, I like the fact that they can, you know, mix them up. You can get the plain white or you can get like all black. I think they even have it too. They have like all red. Now you can get pretty much any color you want. So yeah. I think those three are, you know, just classic shoes that never go out of style. And you can wear them so many places. I mean, that's the cool thing about take like the Jordan 11 Concord. What sets that shoe apart is what you can wear it to a party. You can play ball in it. You know, you can wear it to a wedding. You know, people get married in certain shoes now. So that's what I like about the classic Nikes. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's good. It's good stuff, man. I mean. Your your list is very extensive. A lot of stuff that I like too. I think because we lit we we grew up in that era, right? Whereas like yeah. you uh 
the first like we didn't have internet so like every time you saw an athlete on tv like you watched like uh nba finals and yeah. all-star or like a nike commercial like you'll see like ken griffey you know have a you know he'll have a commercial and like like whoa like what are those you know and then yes <laughs> yeah bo jackson and you'll have agassi and you know yeah. all those iconic nike athletes and jordan jordan brand too so yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean we're yeah very you know appreciative like we we grew up in that era. So uh, next question for you, Sam. Um, what are your most wanted sneakers that you're still waiting to re-release? Man, we might be out here all day for this. Hey, this, this is this is your this is your time, man. Your time to shine, bro. All right. Uh, some of them are actually coming up soon. Uh, I'm gonna start with the Lightning Fours. The, the, the yellow fours with the, you know, the blue and everything, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those are supposed to come out in like April or August or something like that this year. Been waiting for those. I think they've only came out once or have they came yeah. out before? Is this the first time they're retro? Yeah, it's like, it came, remember the Lifestyle Pack where it came out with the Thunder and Lightning? Like the, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, with so, the matching jacket. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Jumpsuit and everything, huh? Yep, yep. So I would also say these are another pair that's supposed to come out this year. The uh, Cool Gray 11s, uh, those came out in like 2001 initially, then 2010. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting on They had the lows come out in like 2015 or something, 16. Yeah. I can't remember what year, but you got to get the OGs. Um, the Ken Griffey's are getting ready to come back out. Freshwaters? Uh, the, is that the black and white one with the Nike sign on the toe? With a 24 on the, uh, on the yeah. On, yeah, with the strap? Yes. Yeah, coming I, out. I think they already came out this month. Life. Yeah. <laughs> I need that in my life, Dan. Okay, I need that. I need it. Um, let's go with the pairs that I mentioned earlier, the college blue 17s, the black and silver 17. Oh, my God. Man, I'll take the 17 lows, bro, okay? Give me some 17. I know you're a fan of the 16s, too, so those uh, – was it ginger? That would be nice. Um, and then – Kobe, I wouldn't mind those yin yangs again. I'm not gonna pass up on them. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm kind of sort of trying to get into Adidas, but the only thing I ever see is like Yeezys and Harden shoes are okay. I don't know if I'll eventually get any pair. I can't think of any that I would want to get to re retro, but I'd probably say the last one for me is the Bread One. They came out in 2016, but I just couldn't get them. They're just hard to get, and they still want like eight or 900 or a thousand for them. So that's wild. I'm, I'm not really, you know, trying to yeah. do that much. So, and then Kobe's, I've got to have those fade to black 60 point game. Last shoe that the great Kobe Bryant ever played in. Like, they released it one time. They had like another pair come out, but it was like some that were like custom made. It wasn't the official shoe mm-hmm. that he, I don't know if you saw them, they were like black and gold as well. I almost bought those, but then I found out that that was not the official shoe. So I was, I was like, I'm not getting these. But now I'm mad at myself that I didn't get them because I'm like, man, I could at least had something, you know, in terms of, you know, captivating, you know, his final game in a Lakers uniform. So I would say to fade the black Kobe's and they're doing a really good job of releasing the ones that I want. Cause I think this is going to be like the year of the sixes. So like the all-star sixes, one of those, they're getting ready to come back out and they're going to do like the orange County sixes. Uh, they're going to do the, uh, Del Sol, they have quite a few coming out. So, yeah, most of the things that I'm interested in, I do have kind of like a time frame that we've been able to get. So it is coming back soon. So that's exciting here. 
Yeah, I mean, like for the Kobe line, I think it's it's nice they're retroing back. But how I wish they did it in order. So like we had the Kobe ones, right? And right. then I wish people, you know, they would like, you know, at least tap in into the Kobe twos. You know, those yeah. those are those are nice. And then the Kobe threes with the waffle, you know, waffle mids. They yeah. kind of skipped I those. It. I mean, I you know had had Kobe was still alive, I think he would have said, you know what, I actually want my shoes to be in a certain order. So that way people right. that didn't get a chance to get them can get them. So, right. I mean, God rest his soul. I mean, it's it's up to Vanessa Bryant, what she wants to do with the release of his like late husband's, you know, um, mine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we can only hope, you know, like I actually own like Kobe one through I think nine and I own like all like the Laker colorways. So like I had like the, you know, the, the May, the black and white maze. I had, the the black and yellow one the uh, twos the black and in the all black threes i mean it was just something for you to collect but yeah. you know over time when you know how shoes are like they separate you know they don't they don't mean to you much anymore so it was time to go like i had to like sell them so but you know now like hopefully i'm hoping that you know they can re- re-release it again so yeah. that way we can all get a chance to get them right yeah oh definitely Oh, I want to do one more thing. I, I forgot. I'm, I'm going to backtrack a little bit, but when you ask, like, uh, favorite shoes, i got to throw in the reverse shattered backboard ones. My cousin Rashad out of uh, Florida was able to locate them. Dude, literally, I went to every pretty much sneaker store in my vicinity in terms of location-wise. I got raffle tickets. I was trying to do the, the online apps. I downloaded Foot Locker, like, all of them. And I didn't hit on not a one. And all of a sudden, my cousin was just like, dude, I got a you know pair for you. It's a 12. You want it or not? I'm just like, well, I'm just going to have to have a bigger shoe size than just I double sock that thing, man. Wear like some thick socks. Some socks and some toilet There you trainers. go. Like, there, you there you go. There you go. I'm getting these shoes. So uh, he got those for me. Uh, big shout out to him uh, in, in uh, you know, South Florida. Or what, I'm not sure what part of Florida he's in exactly, but... Yeah, man, that's that's definitely one of the, uh, you know, close shoes that's, you know, dear to my heart because the orange and the cream colorway is just so phenomenal. I think the standard ones are the best, but the all orange, I mean, I try to get colors that are a little bit different. There's nothing wrong with the OG Jordan colorways or Kobe, you know, whatever, but the thing I really like about Kobe Bryant's line is his colors are just phenomenal in terms of what they do with the shoes, you know, so... Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Sorry. No, that's cool. Hey, and no, I remember Sam like went to work. He wore the reverse shattered backboards, broke people's necks. You know, like I was distracted. I was like, I saw Sam again with another uh, pair of ones, man. Crazy, you know, it's crazy that that reverse shattered backboard is going for these like six bands, like six hundred. Really? Yeah. Yeah, late, man. I know. You'd be surprised, Sam, what you have in your closet. Yeah, you, you, yeah, can, you can you, you can put your kids through college <laughs> with just a couple <laughs> pairs. Facts. That's big facts. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we'll keep on rolling. Um so another uh another question. Um and you know and it's it's a it's a it's a tug back and it's like a tugging back and forth. So what do you think of the current sneaker culture being so limited? Oh boy. I absolutely hate it with a passion. Um, 
you know I'm a diehard Kobe Bryant fan, man. And there was nothing more disturbing than, you know, obviously, you know, he passed away. So that was already a struggle as it is. But the anticipation of waiting for when they're going to re-release Kobe Bryant's shoes again, we had to wait, what, till Mama Day, right? Eight months. I think that was the first release. And they put the jersey out. And then I don't know what the supply was, but it's just kind of like it's so disappointing when somebody who is a Kobe fan and I'm buying the shoe because I like Kobe Bryant, I like his shoes, I want to wear them. I can't even get them because somebody is going and using their bot and they're getting who knows how many pair and then they're reselling them for $500 to $1,000 or whatever. And then a person who really wants and likes Kobe for him being a great ball player and a Laker fan or whatever, I can't even get the shoe. So it's extremely disturbing. Uh, I hate it. And, you know, they need to do, do better on their, you know, the whole supply and demand. Like, I don't get the purpose of you got a huge fan base for Kobe, Jordan, or whoever, but you're just limiting. It's just like they want people to profit off of the reselling. I mean, it feels like they don't put the real customer first. I consider myself and yourself, we're the real customers because we are the sneaker heads, the shoe collectors, and we're the ones who's actually buying the shoe to buy it because we like it, not, oh, let me see if I can get $1,200 off of this. You know what I'm saying? So, Yeah, I mean, that's that's a sad, you know, society that we live in today. Um, everybody, you know, you can't even hit on sneakers. Like it, No. you know, like that Kobe, that Kobe month where in August you were a, a shoe every – Bro, like you know, L's like L's like oh, every man. every morning, man. Like you oh, can, God, you would literally have to like hope and pray that you would log in on all these like multiple devices. So, yeah. Um, so what would what would your suggestion be to like maybe like improve improve that? It's simple. Open a freaking Air Jordan store. I'm not talking about the trophy room in Orlando. I'm not talking about the trophy room in Vegas. I'm talking about a Air Jordan store. I'm going to do like Stephen A. Smith. Put that camera on me. Zoom in. Nike, if you're listening to this, open an Air Jordan store. I want retros 1 through 14 readily available every day, all day, all year long. If you do that, that kills the resale game. Better yet, it ends the resale game. If the shoes are always available, nobody can profit off it and make the $1,200 or $500. We want to end this. That's what needs to be done. Uh, figure something out where maybe like they can release, you know, multiple Kobe's for the month or, you know, uh, the snake drops, I think helps a little bit. But the only thing about that is if I don't know when the shoe's coming out, I can't get it. And, you know, it's, it's a good and bad thing. It's good because, you know, the resellers can't really prepare for that. And the box and stuff is just, oh, these suddenly came out. But it's just like if I don't have all the apps and links and stuff and I'm keeping up with all the 15,000 people I got to follow on Twitter and this and that, I may miss on it, miss out on it. And I work, I've got, you know, kids and life outside of it. I can't just sit here and hold my phone and look at Twitter all day waiting on what's the update on the next Jordans and Kobe's coming out. I can't do that. So I wish they just had stores. I know the supply and demand will be skyrocketing high, but Jordans have been out for 35, 40 years. It's not a wild factor anymore when Bread 11s come out. They came out like five or six times. The Jordans honestly aren't as special anymore because they've been out so long. 
just open a store so we can get them year round. I don't know why they haven't done that. Yeah, I think they're just catering to the hype, you know, which is the sad yeah. part because yeah. when when they cater to the hype, they profit off it off basic limit, you know, limited like you know release. Um, you know, gone are the days where you know I'm sure you camped out for shoes, right? Like I'm sure back in the day you camped out right. for shoes or like. People didn't remember, like, you would get a, um, a sneaker, you know, a Jordan release on a weekday. I remember the Concord 11s. I, I got it on a Wednesday, like, after school. It right. was crazy. Like, I went to full action. Hey, you got, you, got a, you got the Concord 11s my size? Yeah, I got them. Yeah. It's wild. Now it's like you got to prepare for, like, a bot. You got to get a raff, online raffle, a digital raffle. Yeah. Your, you know what I'm saying? Put your name on a drawing. I mean, yeah. that, it, it's sad. I mean, for, like I said, like for older heads like us, like, you know, we've seen, we've seen many things. It's just that, you know, this is not the, the, it's not what we used to, or, or, or what we're accustomed to. I mean, that's the sad part. Like we're living in a generation where everything needs to be like, this is what I got, you know, like, like I'm super cool. Yeah, and it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? It yeah. should just be like everybody should just like have the same shoe. Everybody. I mean, how you know, we can talk about it, but it's not going to happen because yeah. they won't listen to the consumers like the, the original fans like me and you and other yeah. people. So. Oh, well, man, you know, hope for the best, at, at least, you know, in the meantime, just appreciate what you got. Right. Yeah, I think I think the thing that makes it disappointing, too, is. You know, like, I don't know how these apps work, but, like, man, I've tried Hibbit, Finish Line, Foot Locker, Shoe Palace, all of them, and, like, I have literally never won on the electronic app. Sneakers app, I've only won, I've, I wouldn't even say I've won. I will get a shoe that's just, like, readily available, but in terms of just, like, a shoe that just drops, I've never won, you know, I, I was, I had a winning streak really well at Shoe Palace, but as far as all the apps, it just doesn't happen. And I don't find anybody that does. So it's just kind of like, it's really limited. Not only that, but you know, the people who win are far few in between. Like, I don't never know anybody, everybody I talk to, oh, I took an L, I took an L. Who's really winning on this? The people with the bots and that's it. And yeah. I've even tried to get a buy. I've talked to you about that several times. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that whole situation, but I don't even know how that works, but it's just kind of like, the dark night, you know, you either, what do you, what do you say? You, you, you either die a hero, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Well, it's just like, I feel like the only thing I can do now to get shoes is become the villain. It's pretty much like you're either going to have to start paying resale or get a buy. Yeah. If it, when it comes to like Jordans, I mean, I don't know if it's the pandemic thing. I know that may have a lot to do with it in terms of manufacturing and, you know, mass production, but man, they prepare years and a year at least a year in advance you know what your calendar is of what shoes you expect to release and drop so you have more than enough time to make plenty of shoes to prepare i mean you can't make enough shoes for the entire world obviously but like we shouldn't be getting no fifteen thousand shoes that's how much for shoes for fifty thousand it's just like come on man if you got fifty thousand shoes i mean just california alone May need twenty thousand by itself. This is a pretty huge state we live in. Yeah. So, you know how, do you know how many Kobe and, and Jordan fans are in California, in the in the state alone? Oh my god, a lot. Yes, a lot. When we went to SneakerCon. I think it was like twenty fifteen. I went to SneakerCon. Then I went a couple years later. Man, that place was full. 
everybody in there had on Jordans. If you weren't wearing Jordans, you I would Kobe's. say, yeah, you probably had Kobe's on for it's a lot of, you know, obviously Laker fans here. And then, you know, you would see some Iversons here or there, or maybe, you know, sometimes people would wear something just to kind of like do something different. But for the most part, everybody had Jordans on. So, yeah, the fan base here is crazy. I mean, I know they say Chicago or New York, maybe that Mecca uh, or whatever. But when it comes to like sneakers, yeah, California is serious about the Jordans, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's not just Vans, you know. Vans is like the comfy boy oh, yeah. shoes, but yeah. <laughs> you you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You just every radius. All yeah. right, so we we gonna switch up the from sneakers to sports. Okay. So you know, Sam, as I can as you can tell, like he's a diehard. <laughs> You know, NBA, NFL, you know what I'm saying? MLB, everything, yeah. all of the above. So you sure. are a diehard Lakers fan. Yes, yeah, sir. Uh, how much of an impact did uh, LeBron James and Anthony Davis, uh, you know, make on the NBA? And in your personal question, in your personal opinion, how many more rings can they win together? So in terms of their impact, I think they've made a tremendous impact. This is one of the few times we've been able to see two dominant basketball players come together, win, and you can tell that they're rooting for one another. They know when to let the other person lead. There doesn't appear to be any, like, jealousy or animosity or anything that's interfering, which, you know, causes division a lot of times. Somebody goes, you know, I'm the alpha male of this team. This is my team. And then somebody else may feel the same way. But they know, okay, LeBron's like, okay, tonight I'm not, I'm just not on fire tonight. AD, you're going to have to carry this. AD has his nights when he goes, man, I'm missing my free throws. I can't get my jump shot, LeBron. You know, so they know when to switch off and let each other leave. So I think that's something that's very impactful. It shows that the team has good leadership. And when they have good leadership, it's easier to follow. And they, have everything, you know, is there for them. And in terms of the second question, man, you know, there's no limit. I feel like if they don't have any injuries, uh, you know, they've got a really good shot to go back and repeat this year. And if they keep that team together, I feel like they have a, a really good shot to at least, you know, three-peat in terms of the championship. So I know LeBron, he's probably not going to say this, but you and I both know he wants to get six so he can at least tie Jordan. Because the only thing that people are saying right now is, uh, you know, he only has four rings or look at his record. He's four and, what is he, four and six or something. To me, the record doesn't matter. It's about all your stats and collectively, you know, what you're doing in terms of your rebounding and, you know, all the other stats and the, so, the you know, sum total of, you know, your package and what you bring to the table as a basketball player. So I think the Lakers have what it takes to win it this year and potentially next year. They're going to have their hands full no matter who they play coming out the West because the Clippers, you know, they're not going to back down Denver and some of the other teams. But, and the Nets just got James Harden alongside DeAndre Jordan, KD, and Kyrie. So uh, it's going to be some great basketball, that's for sure. Yeah, but, you know, that, that, that Brooklyn Nets team, they don't play defense, man. That's a lot of firepower. Catch any of the games? Did you have you seen them play together yet? I've only seen highlights, but I haven't seen the full game. Yeah, I mean, I was watching the um, I was watching the highlights when they played the Cavs. Like Colin Stexon was, he was cooking like KD and Kyrie <laughs> and Harden. Yeah, you know, they didn't call him a young bull for nothing. You know, like he's a oh, he's, man. he gets he gets it. So nice. I mean, it's wild. Um, 
So what so what do you think about the um the season so far? Like, you know, it's been crazy with all these like people getting you know infected with COVID. I know like my wizards, like we haven't played in like over two weeks, almost two weeks now, right? So right. we got like eight people, like half of their roster is like infected. Like, what do you think of the season so far with all these like you know distractions going on? I'm gonna be honest, man. The bubble that they had last year worked tremendous. You weren't hearing anything about any cases uh, with COVID-19. If so, I don't remember that many of them. I don't remember any at all, but if there were some, it was very, you know, that just flew under the radar. Uh, I understand that they got the bubble together specifically for the championship. It's not like they did that for the whole season. So it seems like they're trying to test the waters and see what happens. It's so many people getting the COVID-19 and having to, you know, shut down for like multiple days or weeks at a time. I don't know if this season is going to last. And the thing about it is uh, Commissioner Silver has already said, like he's put things in play for if they need to stop for a little bit and take breaks. And it sounds like they want to do whatever they can to try to finish the season. But it's just like at what cost? You know, this is where our livelihood we're talking about. And as much as I love the game of basketball, I don't want to see the entire NBA get wiped out from COVID-19, uh, you know, and it's, it's, it's not like this is a, a flu. Dave Chappelle just announced like what yesterday or today, you know, that he's got COVID-19. So this stuff is real, man. It's, it's not fake. And I feel like they need to work out some type of way to do another bubble system in some way, shape or form, or I don't know if the NBA is going to be able to survive this season. If you consistently hearing stories of players, and teams having to stop playing for days or weeks at a time. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, it's crazy right now. Like, I think what they should refer back is go back to the bubble. And then since there's 32 teams, I was thinking, since you already have two teams in Florida, you can do two co-sites, one in Orlando, one in Miami. There you and go. You, you can split 16 teams, you know, whatever. Right. Limited traveling. And, yeah. you know, they could just try to I, – I know it's expensive because they, you know – they had to restart it, what, six months later, right? Right. It's crazy. But, yeah, it's just crazy right now how all these um, all these infections are going on. So, I mean, for uh, for me, it's entertaining. But at the same time, at what price are we being entertained for? Like, these people are being affected. Like, we don't know what they're going through. They have, like, family members, like, getting sick. And they're, yeah. they, they probably, you know, are you know, mentally, emotionally drained. They only had six, they only had like 60 days to, to, for an off season, which is crazy. You know? <laughs> the, the, the Lakers just won the championship on October. I think it was like October the 11th, December 22nd. The, 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 the season is starting back. And the only thing Skip Bayless silly behind can say is, well, they have four months off, but I'm just like, man, I don't think you understand, you know, that takes a mental toll on you. I yeah. mean, this basketball season, Dan, was basically a full year. Yep. Basketball typically starts, what, Halloween slash around the first week of November for regular season. We didn't announce a champion until October 11th. That's a full year. Yep. You want to include that four months off or whatever, you still got to keep yourself in shape for basketball. They yep. can't just sit there and eat donuts and Twinkies and lay on their backs all day. They still got to be prepared because sooner or later, sooner or later, season's gonna start back. Yep. So. Yeah. 
so much so much sports banter right like it's just yeah. it's going back and forth so i mean it's all good you know hopefully everybody's to stay healthy and we just hope for the best right yeah so i can do <laughs> all right for sure all right so switching sports from basketball to football all right let's go you're, you're you are a you're, you know, you're from, you're from Kansas City, Missouri. You're, you know, yeah. your, 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 your folks are from, from the area. Um, you're a diehard Kansas City uh, Chiefs fan. So, yes, how do you, so how do you like your chances this Sunday? And how do you like your chances for repeating? Dude, I love our chances. I was so ecstatic and just turned up, man. Ooh, I was so lit, man. Once I found out that uh, Mahomes is good to go. Um, as long, I feel like as long as you have number 15 on that field, you always have a chance to win, even when it looks like you don't. I mean, we've seen what he's done in fourth quarters. You've seen him go down 24 points. You've seen him go down 17. You've seen him win a last-minute drive with a minute, 32 minutes left. I mean, Mahomes can do it all. I feel very confident, uh, you know, that they can win the AFC Championship game. The Bills are going to be a tough team to beat. Uh, they've got a great you know, quarterback in Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, his name speaks for itself, and they've got some really good defense. But I feel like the Chiefs have enough playoff experience. They've been going the past couple of years consistently. Steve Spagnuolo, he knows what to do on the defensive end, and I feel good about it. In, term, in terms of repeating, I'm, I'm all for it, man. I just do not want to see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I just don't want to see that. So I'm hoping it's Green Bay in Kansas City, and I want the Chiefs to win Super Bowl 55 and repeat. That's my hope. <laughs> I mean, I don't mind watching that. You know, I rather yeah. I want to see Rodgers versus Mahomes. You got, you got the young superstar against the. You know, he's supposed to be. I think he's a goat too, like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. doesn't have. He's. I think he's like a Peyton Manning. He doesn't have the accolades like all these Super Bowls, yeah. but, you know, I mean, of course, like, he got, two, he got two years wasted, like, sitting behind, like, Brett Favre, or three years, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it wasn't fair for him, but that was just the cards that was played for him, Yeah, man, like, you appreciate Rodgers, man, like, he had, like, a, he, he and Mahomes, my opinion, are, I think they're neck and neck for, like, very regular season MVP, my opinion, oh, yeah. yeah, think about football that, you know, I always tell people in terms of, you know, when we do the compare and contrast, football is a different animal, man. You know, it's a one-and-done tournament every single year, and it's, it's so much contingent upon how healthy is your team when you get to the Super Bowl. Because, I mean, we can look back at some of the people, you know, some of the teams. Maybe Aaron Rodgers had a really good squad in, say, 2013, but maybe like their running back got injured right when they started the playoffs. So it's so tough because even though a lot of times a quarterback is then good to go, if he's missing his right tackle, if he's missing his center, he's missing his, you know, main wide receiver, somebody like Gronkowski, you know, is not playing. He's a veteran, you know, Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill or, you know, Stephon Diggs or whoever, you got main players missing. That affects your game tremendously. So, that's what makes it tough. I feel like if a person, you know, has won at least one Super Bowl or, you know, even if they get the chance to get to, you know, six or whatever, two or three or whatever the case may be, you know, they're in good company. I mean, Tom Brady is, is a unicorn, you know, that's a, for football, you know, that's where the one thing that people don't, you know, think about is just like with football, they only play one aspect of the game. 
They only play offense. So you know how some people go, oh, Tom Brady is the you know greatest athlete ever. He only plays offense. You know, Jordan, he plays offense and defense, or you know, some of the other players. So, you know, just some things to kind of put in perspective. That's cool. <laughs> so my my last question to you, and I can ask you this. So when when Patrick when when Mahomes got hurt and he saw Chad Henney, how how worried were you watching that game? Like Honestly, when it first happened, I was it freaked me out, man. The first time when I saw Mahomes get up and he kind of like wobbled down, I was like, what is this? And I was, you know, talking to uh, one of my boys on the phone and I was just there sounding, he's like, dude, what's wrong? You know, you're not saying that. I'm just like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with him. And then they took him to the tent and I was just like, yeah, that's it. I don't think he's coming back. But the thing that gave me confidence with uh, Chad Henney was uh, week 17, we played the Los Angeles Chargers. And that was the last game of the season. And uh, Andy Reid decided to sit everybody in terms of the, the starters. Chad Henney played that game. He looked good. They didn't win the game. I wasn't concerned about that because, you know, we already set with where we, you know, going in terms of the AFC uh, ranking and everything. But he got the experience. I'm so thankful for that because had he not played that game, I really would have been concerned. So he looked good there, and that, you know, translated right over to this game. Dude, I think he had a big play on, like, 30 and 14. He pretty much – I think he got it, but they took it back whatever for whatever reason. And then uh, the, the confidence he has. The guy's a veteran. I think he's, like, 34, 35 years of age. He's got, like, 13 years of experience up under his belt. He did that play the exact same way Patrick Mahomes would have did when it was fourth and one and, and threw that uh, side pass to the right to – Tyreek Hill. That's a veteran player doing a veteran play. And, you know, that was a risky play, but that's how Andy Reid coaches. He don't coach scared. You know, they say scared money don't make money. Scared plays don't make plays. So, and Tyreek, that's your money, dude. It's either going to Tyreek or going to T. Kelsey. Because we know them two, when the, when the game is on the line, when the money's on the line, they're not going to drop that ball if it's catchable. Yep, especially when he saw Tyreek Hill on motion. He's, he's, he's getting the ball. Yeah, when he saw him on like a jet sweep motion, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get the yards. And exactly, it's a done deal. It's yeah. wild, right? Like had had uh, Higgins didn't fumble that uh that that touchdown, it, it would have been a different story. Oh yeah, yeah. When he uh, jumped in, and uh, yeah. it was uh, Dirty Dan Sorensen. He he got up there <laughs> forty nine. <laughs> You got the touchback. I'm telling you, man, people don't talk that much about uh, Dan Sorensen, but he makes so many clutch plays and key moments. I think he got like – it was like a fourth down they were going for in the Super Bowl, and he sniffed it out and sacked one of the 49ers guys, stopped them from getting a, a first down when they went for it on fourth. Like, he's had so many clutch plays, man, that it's just – it's amazing. And he, he needs more props and respect than he gets, you know, from some aspects of things – He's a defensive mastermind. There you go, and you know you got you got you got Frank Clark in there. He's a dog. You got oh. you, you got you know you got Matthew. He's a dog. Oh yeah. And then you got Chris, we got Rashad Breeland. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah man, Thornhill. They got a great defensive yeah. uh, defensive spot, man. So we're gonna be ready to come Sunday. Yeah. Well, good luck. I, I wish you guys good luck, man. It's gonna be a good game. Yes, yeah, sir. Appreciate it. All right. So switching gears from sports to um, you know, social media. So, yeah. Sam, you got a, a you got a YouTube you have a YouTube channel called um, Chipsy Ruffles. 
So yes, how, tell us more about it and uh, how did you how did you get that name? All right, so the it's just a, a site that I created. You know, obviously we've been talking about sneakers, so we know where our passion lies. That's just a way for me to just do some reviews, um, you know, show people the shoes that caught my eye, some that I really like, and just kind of get a up close and personal feel and, uh, you know, tap into that sneaker community. Uh, Chips and Ruffles, <clears throat> when I was uh, in the office at my previous job, well, my current job, or should I say, um, so this girl who used to sit like two seats over for me used to eat these uh, sour cream and onion Ruffles potato chips. And I never had them and I was just like, oh, let me try these. Dude, I tried them and I was like, oh my gosh, these are so good. And so I went to the break room one day and uh, they had them there in like a little small bag. And I was like, okay, I'll get them here. Dude, I got those things for like maybe a week or two straight every single day. And I <laughs> had to stop myself. Yeah. So one day I was eating the chips and my friend came up and was like, hey man, we better start our... Um, it's like a fantasy football league. I think we actually did basketball, uh, fantasy basketball, just to do something different. And he's like, uh, give me your name uh, that you want to use. And I was just like, Sam. He's like, no, 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 you got to have like a, you know, like a, a sports name. I was just like, I'm going to have a sports name. He's like, dude, just think of something. And so I was looking at potato chips. And so Nipsey Hussle was one of the, you know, rappers that I really liked. And so I was looking at these chips and I was just like, uh, chip, uh, you know, kind of thinking of something. And then I was just like, Hmm, what about Chipsy? And so I was just like, Chipsy. But I was like, I need something else for it. And so I looked at the chips, and the chips are called Ruffles. And I was just like, oh, I'll, I'll do Chipsy Ruffles. You know, it rhymes with Nipsey Hustle. So that was kind of the inspiration was Nipsey Hustle, uh, God rest his soul. And um, I stuck with that. I told it to my boy, and he absolutely loved it. Everybody loved it and thought that that was the funniest name ever. I was just like, okay, I'm going to roll with this, so. Chipsy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, like, how many videos do you have right now on your on your page? Uh, I'm gonna say I have about ten to twelve. Okay. Uh, honestly, kind of slowed down a little bit just because of my time, but uh, you know, I'm gonna eventually get back up to it. But yeah, man, I got the the first one I did was the Flint Thirteens when those came out in June of last year. So I did a video on that, and then I, I did a tribute to Kobe uh, recently when we uh, had the Mama drops. Uh, for Mama Day back in um, August on the 24th. Yeah, so I got a comment, man. Like, um, that your videos are, they're great. Like, the, thank you, man. Appreciate yeah, it. I, I know, yeah, because yeah, I remember you told me like your brother was helping you with the, with the editing. So, like, yeah. that was like some stuff, like, wow, like, that's a lot of thought and a lot of, you know, effort. And yeah. you, you have to, like, it's within the theme. So, like, your brother would, like, um, put like a Mark's Mark Blacksman, you know, like or Air Jordan commercial. Yeah. It was like crazy. I was like, wow, like <laughs> you really like you really, you know, put a lot of thought into it. So hopefully, Appreciate you it, know, hopefully you get to see more of that. And you know Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely planning to start it back up, man. Just kind of had like a uh I just say like a busy stretch. Obviously, you know, a lot more people are working from home. So you know, my time is a lot different working from home as opposed yeah. to like, you know, being in the office because this is like, oh, you, you want to get out, you know, because you're at home so much. So it's yeah. kind of like, oh, I don't want to shoot a video because I've been at home all day and this is going to make me be at home for another two or three hours trying to edit this thing. So, you know, it's something you're passionate about, but, you know, I think I just needed a little bit of a, a break away from it, whatever. But, you know, sooner or later, I'll, I'll get some more things back up here. There and, you go. Uh, be back right back to it so <laughs> hey we're looking forward to it so keep up the great work 
All right, Thank so you. we're almost towards the end, Sam. I appreciate uh, your time. Yes, so this is, this is the, the favorite question that we uh, asked you. So show us your top five sneakers that you top. own. Okay, top five sneakers. So uh, I am, these are in no particular order. Yep. So I'm just going to go ahead and grab something. So I'm going to start here. Oof. This is to this the, day, people, to this day. I had to start with this because today, March, January 22nd, 2021, so I believe we are 15 years since uh, the, the 2006. Excuse my math if it's wrong, whatever. <laughs> That's but, good uh, math. That's 15. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, these are the shoes that Kobe wore when he scored his 81-point game, second highest all-time. And... Uh, they're just great basketball shoes, man. I mean, they're very comfortable for just wearing casually. Uh, they're great on the court. I can see why he had, you know, such a good game. And even though they look bulky, they're actually extremely light. So I think this is a phenomenal shoe. Uh, you got your Kobe emblem right there on the tongue. If you can see it, I'll zoom it up a little bit. The cool thing is they have, like, all of the all-star cities that he played in from uh, 2000 from when he first came into the league up until 2006. I got these for $82 <laughs> from the uh, Nike outlet. And I think it was like 2018. Almost didn't buy them because I saw, I think it was the Kobe four draft days. Kept going back and forth, back and forth. And I was just like, man, what am I doing? It's a no brainer. These are the 81 point shoes that he scored the 81 in. Why would I not get these? So Kobe Bryant, Pro Troll ones. Wow, that's a banger right there, man. He says it's hot. It's getting it's getting hot here, man. It's, it's <laughs> too much heat. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go to this one. Gatorade. This is the Gatorade Six. Um, I tried to get something that was a little bit different, you know, that like everybody doesn't have. Uh, I've never seen anybody actually wearing these shoes. I mean, I might have seen these shoes one time, but I just think the color, this this kind of like buttery looking suede green is just out of this world. And then, you know, like your, your infrared with the orange. Um, it's even got like here, I don't know if you can see it too well, but you can see kind of like, this is supposed to be like a Gatorade bottle. Oh, uh, oh, okay. The, the little uh, Thunderbolt, right? It's like yeah. the Thunderbolt. Um, I thought it was, thought it was uh, orange, but I guess it's green. But, you know, like okay. right there, you can kind of like see it. Yeah, so uh, this is actually one of my wife's favorite uh, shoes as well. So I picked these up. I was asking, I was just like, you know, what's your favorite Jordan? And she really liked these and thought that they stood out. And I do too. I think these are great. So Man. hard time getting these, but uh, definitely worthwhile. I think those are better than the Travis Scott six, is my opinion. Yeah, yeah. yeah Travis Scott sixes go hard, but I think that's it. Um, got these Bordeaux sevens. Nice. So, uh, I actually didn't win these. I did the raffle for them in 2015, but I had a friend I was working with, um, actually from Capital Group. This guy named Greg. I can't remember his last name. He worked in. Uh, the building across, I don't remember the building names anymore, but he won the raffle. And so he didn't really want them. He's just like, I'll, you know, register for you. So he won them and I just got them from him. But yeah, this is definitely my favorite. The sevens are just so comfortable. 
Uh, unlike most people, I like the OG colorways that are like the different colors. The wool colorways are always tight, but it's like how many red, black, and white shoes, you know, we're going to get. Dude, this is just like, I mean, look at the tongue on this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, it's just saucy, man. I mean, you got your green, your turquoise, got a little bit kind of like a mango color. Then they hit you with that, that, uh, that, that burgundy jump man and the gray and black. It don't get any better than this, man. This is definitely a shoe. I had one point in period. I was wearing this for like a month or two straight. It didn't even matter what I had on. I liked them that much. Yeah. <laughs> don't you got, don't you got the matching hat too? Yeah, I got the matching hat. I should have brought the hat. I, I have to go back there and get it, but uh, yeah, I got the matching hat for that one too, courtesy of Dan the Man. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I wish I had a way to do the reflect the 3M light, but I don't. But Oh, uh, there you go. You, you know this is coming. You know this is coming. That, that bubble, that flint. Mm-hmm. White. There we go. Uh, it's got kind of like your Carolina blue. I'm getting into a shoe review mode. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, hey, it's cool, man. <laughs> um, man, interesting fact. Um, and you know, if somebody's watching this, they can you know kind of correct my information. But I used to think that the the flint was the blue, but the flint's actually the gray. Gray, yeah, 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 the whole time because you know, you focus on the shoe and you see this part. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming like this is what they're talking about in terms of the main color on it. But the Flint 13s, I've literally worn these since 1998, uh, 2005. I think they came out. I was in college, I didn't buy not one pair of Jordans in college. Hopefully, most people understand why. <laughs> um, when they came out in 2010. I don't think uh, I don't think I got back into collecting Jays, and then I found out that I think you tried to help me get these a couple times, but we would get them, and then it'd be like, oh, but it doesn't have the 3M, and the 3M is just so important on this shoe; it just makes it pop. And you know, you take your pictures, and then you just see the reflection there, man. Like it's a must-have. I don't know uh, if they had this on the OGs or not, but there's like a the number 13. Yep. Right here, a Roman yep. numeral. Is that on the OG or is that just how they do the new shoes? You know what? I mean, you know what? That's a that's a, that's news to me because I've never noticed like on my like retro pair. Like, I I, I own the 2005 and the, the 2010 and the 2020 pair. I never noticed like there was a 13 in the back of the the Jordan. Yeah, yeah, that's something that's kind of like new. They just put right in that little front tip piece. And so, uh, I'm going to go with the last one. Wow. Bryant Grinch 6. Release date on these originally was December 24th, 2010. Kobe wore them versus LeBron James when he was on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Re-released again this past year, December 24th, 2020. A retail price of $180. Sold out like that. Uh, the great thing about this shoe is the inside says, I want a shoe that I think it says molds to my foot on the other side. So like after you play ball in these for so long, it actually like literally adapts to if you've got like a wide foot, a narrow foot or whatever. That's one of the most unique things I've ever seen in terms of shoe. And then, you, you know, kind of have like a, a snake skin like pattern there. So it actually kind of gives you the feeling of it being a snake. 
You have the yellowish green type of shoestrings that originally come with it. I prefer to wear mine like Kobe with kind of like this red oranges uh, shoestring here. Um, and then this is the bottom of the shoe. Mine's a little bit dirty because I do wear my shoes. Wear your um, shoes, people. Wear your yeah, shoes. Please. And then there's your Kobe logo, uh, kind of a gum gel sole at the bottom. And uh, it's got, what does it say? Phenomenon. I, say, I think it's phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenon. Okay, I can barely read it just because of the way it's put on there. And then you got your Nike Zoom on the side and uh, the great GOAT. Kobe Bryant signature on the back of the heel. So this is, um, now these are shoes I would say I probably wear the most in terms of like favorite man, you know, I can do bread 11, Concord 11, uh, black cement threes, Chatney 13s, I mean, he got games. There's just so many, you know, I don't think we would have enough time <laughs> for me to show. No, that's cool. That's why I said show me your, your favorite pair. So I wanted to, you know, you put know. these out there because these are shoes that have great significance. Uh, you know, to me, the Bordeaux has always been a favorite. Flint turn 13s, been wanting those for a while. The Kobe, you know, eights, uh, the approacher ones, excuse me, just for the significance of that 81 point game. These, I mean, they just, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, I, I don't have to really speak on that. And then those Gatorade sixes, you know, I've, green is a color that I really like, but man, some suede green, they just did those so well. So yeah. those are the top ones for me right now in my rotation. <laughs> wow. That, that's, that's a lot of heat, man. That, <laughs> that's you. a lot of, that, I mean, that's very selective. Um, especially like it's very, you have a, like a wide range. Especially yeah. that uh that Gatorade six like yeah that that just hits that that um that Gatorade green man that's it just hits for it just hits like the color you know like the the color uh blocking with the oh, yeah. infrared yeah because I think when they came out with the ones like they had what the Gatorade ones yeah and then they had the Gatorade sixes but just the way that the Gatorade six like the like you were saying like the suede on those like oh man dude it's just. It's just so smooth, man. I mean, yeah. I, I fed these. I think they came out in like 16 or 17. I don't wear them a whole lot because I want to kind of, you know, keep them up. But they still look very clean, man. I mean, here at the bottom here, you know, towards the bottom of the infrared. But, you know, you take care of your shoes. You take care of you. But, yeah, they, you they're holding up really well. And then the tongue um, on the, you know, tip here has got, if I could be, uh, kind of like, you know, that's, if I could be like, that's dope, man. I've never seen that. Yeah. yeah. And then they also gave, I brought this too. This is the, a Gatorade towel. As you know, back in the nineties, you know, Jordan them would wear the uh, Gatorade towels during the games and they would put that around them as they would take their break and sit on the bench and everything. So I, that, I thought that was a really cool touch for them to add that Gatorade towel to it. That's yeah. dope, man. Hey, thank, thanks Sam for, for sharing your shoes. So, Last, last question for you, Sam. Yes, sir. Ask me a question or questions. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Um, where do you see the sneaker culture in the next five years? Good question. Um, honestly, I, it's just, it's oversaturated right now where a lot of the, a lot of the original collectors are getting tired. They just want to either sell their sell their shoes or they don't want to be a part of the sneaker culture anymore or be out of it 
Um, right. I know a lot of people, we've had like guests um, that had their resentments like, hey, like, I don't, it doesn't make me excited anymore. You know, yeah. like I decided to sell my shoes because it, it makes me mad. I can't get a pair of shoes and then, and then I don't want to pay resale. You know, like, like we were all talking about. Um, I think in, in the next five years, it's just, it looks, it looks, it looks bad, man. Like if you're, yeah. if you're able to get shoes now because you have to pay resale, that's, I think that's what's going to happen now. Like you have to pay resale. Either you don't get them or you pay double or triple. Um, that's, that's, that's if you really want, yeah, if you really want the shoe, by all means, you know, get them. Um, you know, you won't be judged because that that's, that's your, you know, that's your business. Um, but yeah, man, like, I think it's just going to get worse in my opinion within the next five years. Um, and a lot of, I think my opinion, a lot of, uh, newcomers, they don't appreciate like the history of like where, you know, the shoe came from, uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, people were, people born after 2000, they weren't, they were, they were never there. They didn't get to see like Jordan play, you know? I mean, right. uh, to me, it's not fair to, to just put that to them, you know, put it against them. But I think for people, they just have to be more appreciative of the, of the history. Yeah. And also like, you know, when they talk to like OG collectors, like me and you, it's not like we're trying to talk down to them. We're just trying, you know, we're just trying to like share knowledge. You know, I'm not trying to be that an educator. I, right. I don't want, I don't want to be a, like the person, like a stickler. Oh yeah. You're, you got, you got, you got the shoe wrong. Is this, this and that. I mean, you know, I, people make mistakes with, with things, you know, they may miss may maybe misinform or they may, you know, think differently, but I, I really hope that the culture will get better, but, where we are now as far as being everything so limited and oversaturation you get a jordan mitten now mids are like the thing now right jordan won mids everybody right. wants a mid everybody wants a low and it's yeah. wild that everything is sold out you know yeah everything is sold out like the shoe that you would least expect sells out because everybody wants them it's yeah. supply and demand you know that's why like i always tell people you know, just, just appreciate what you have, man. Like if you want to sell your shoes, by all means, you know, sell them. Yeah. But don't, don't come with regret saying, man, I want to get it back. You know, at least yeah. if you already, if it's, if you already had your time with a shoe and you want to have someone to have, you know, more, you know, if you want people to have like memories with, with the shoe that they never had them, then, you know, more, more power to them. But you know, it, it, we just have to find a balance for, for everybody, you know, like, like you were saying, it's, it's good that we, hopefully we can have like more shoes for, um, for everyone to obtain, but it's just a, it's just a sad situation right now where, where we can't get what we want, you know, yeah. and simple. Um, let's see here. What was initially got you into collecting? Sneakers. That's a good question. I'll actually show it to you. Give me a, give me a two seconds real quick. Okay. 
All right. So this just like you, man, like um, my shoe that I, you know, I purchased with my own money and I'll even mm-hmm. show you the history. Oh, <laughs> there it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, you don't, you know, they don't make them like they used to nowadays. So, yeah, they don't. Times have changed. Times have changed for indeed. So, <laughs> these joints, man. You know, you know, there's character in this shoe. Oh, so yeah. I've had this shoe, 20, it'll be 21 years in November. Or wow. no, October, October. This wow. is my first pair, dude. First pair. So That's crazy. Yeah, this is the shoe. Like That's I went crazy. at my biology class in community college. I said like, hey, I'm going to just go to foot action, take a chance. Because I know they came out. So I came, went to foot action 2.30 in the afternoon. And like, hey, like you got the Concord 11? So yeah, I got them. So I got them. The last pair in my size, 11 and a half. I can stretch it to 11 and a half to a 12. Literally at the counter, when I paid for them, there was a guy saying like, hey, I need, you got 11 and a half? Like, I need them. I just kept my mouth shut. I just like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> walk, walk my way out. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that was my first pair, just like you, man. Like 90, you know, the 95 uh, yeah. NBA you know, playoff game against the Magic. Yeah. It was just no, no, ninety six. I'm sorry, ninety six. No, oh, was it ninety five? Yeah, ninety five, ninety five. Yeah, ninety five, ninety six, something like that. I don't yep. know. Yep, it broke my heart, man. We saw um, Nick Anderson like pickpocket uh, Jordan. Oh, yeah. And then like he fell on the floor, and then like you saw the soles on the game. Like, what are those, man? Like, yeah, you saw, like it's wild, mind blowing, mind blowing. It's wild. So like, yeah, like I'm, I'm just blessed that I still have like these. Like these will still be with me look look at the mesh dude like mesh is already like that's character man like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do anything with these i'm just gonna keep it the way it is i'm scared to wear them they're probably gonna like fall apart but i'm just it's just for keepsake you know yeah 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 definitely yeah so (laughs) this is like a cherished shoe and this is actually my first like retro like first jordan like i bought for myself nice so just like you man you know you start off with the 11s yeah yeah, uh, that that'll spoil you, man. I mean, like your Jordan collection, you start off with Elevens. This is like, where do you go from there? <laughs> yep. yep. The last question for me uh, would be one that you asked earlier, like, you know, what are some of your favorite sneakers? Oh wow, uh, Concord Elevens, these, Absolutely. Uh, Black Cement Threes, uh, Flint Thirteens, just like you. Yeah. I remember, I remember I wore them to work. I had the 05s. You were like, oh, you were like, dude, does that have 3M? I said, <laughs> let me, I said, like, all right, I, I'll, I'll take a picture of it. And then I showed you the 3M. You were like, when, yeah. when are they going to retro again? When are they going to retro? Yeah, I said, yeah. bro, they're going to retro. I, I promise yeah, you, they're going to retro. And waiting. Been waiting, brother. Been waiting. Retro. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Concord 11s are my favorite. Black Cement 3s. Um, what else is my favorite pair? Man, infrared six. six. I know you like yeah, those. Yeah, uh, infrared sixes. Yeah, I like those a lot. Um, I mean Jordan ones. Everybody like Jordan ones. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nike basketball. I like the. Um, I like I like the Pippins, the Air Max up tempos, the Derek Fishers, right? Yeah, those, those are clean. Um, yes. Air, the Air More up tempos that. 
you when you bought when you bought your 2016 pair, you wore them to work. You broke my neck, man. I'm like, damn. <laughs> you were like, hey, what's up, man? I like, bro. I looked at your feet, like, really, really, <laughs> really. I know you just got them, man. I knew it. Like yeah. you know, like yeah, man. You know, I'm just trying to wear these because this I don't got nowhere else to play to wear them. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel you because like for Basically. us as adults, this is the only time we get to wear shoes is at work. That was like yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was fun. So yeah, definitely uh, more up tempos. And then last shoe that I like, um, the 16s, the Air Jordan 16. <laughs> I'm hoping right. for a retro, bro. Like I want, like I Go want them to come back. Coming. I'll buy all of them, man. I'll buy, I have had all of them, at, except for oh, yeah. the, except for the um the the, uh, the chutneys. I never had the chutney sixteen. Okay, yeah, yeah, the cherry wood. That's like that maroon and gray and white. But you had those, one. bro. That thing hits different. I was like, man, that's an ugly shoe. Like you know, back then when you were like 20, 20 years old, like twenty one, yeah. like you didn't know like what's <laughs> what's good for. Now you're like, oh man, it's my grill. Like every yeah. that's everybody's grill now, which is the the chutneys. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Chinese cherry was a my apologies. Cherry was yeah. sixteens. Mm -hmm. That's cool, man. Hey, so um, thank you so much, Sam, uh, for sure. coming on tonight. Uh, if you want to, you have, if you want to plug in like your social media stuff, you know, by all means. All right. Yeah. So um, as mentioned, uh, Chipsy Ruffles. You can uh, just do YouTube and just do the search. It's also known as Sam Sneaker World. I have about. I want to say about 10 to 12 videos on there right now. Uh, took a little bit of a break. The last video I did was a tribute to uh, Kobe Bryant. And that's, you know, pretty much what I want to end this note on, uh, you know, still, and, you know, having a hard time with this, you know, Kobe thing, man, that was definitely, you know, it was like Jordan and then, you know, Kobe for me. So, you know, uh, you know, rest in peace to Kobe and, you know, hope, you know, his uh, family is, I know, you know, that's something you never really get over, but just have to deal with. But, you know, I hope they're uh, doing, you know, much better. But that was the last video that I did was a tribute to Kobe. Uh, and it just, you know, pretty much put together all the different shoes that he wore at different times and uh, the influence that he, you know, had in basketball, the sneaker culture, and uh, just other basketball players in general. So uh, Sam Sneaker World, Chipsy Ruffles, and uh, that's it. Go Chiefs, Chiefs Kingdom. There you go. Hey, hey, good luck this weekend, this Sunday, man. Championship Sunday. Yeah. I know you're yeah. gonna have all your all your 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 family and, and you know Chiefs red and yeah. Everybody oh, going. Yeah, I, 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 last year is the best year ever, bro. Lakers won and the Chiefs won, and that, that happens again. Oh man, there we feel go. like Bill Groundhog Day. This can just there happen. You, <laughs> you, you might have to have. You might have to wear your LeBron jersey over your your Mahomes jersey just for good oh, luck. Man. Hey, I will do it. Weird <laughs> works, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, sir. That's cool, man. All right, so this is uh, episode 23 uh, with Sam Johnson. Thank you so much, Sam, for, uh, it, for coming out tonight. All right, yes, you guys sir. have a good night. All right.